It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. It is your source, dependable, reliable, always here, always honest, your source for common sense, conservatism. You know, when I started saying that several years ago at the beginning of this, of this great experiment that Brock and I walked into and said, you know what, there aren't a lot of moms out there who are talking conservative values, certainly not those who are in front of a microphone. And I said, you know what we are? We're just common sense, common sense conservatism. It's so easy, isn't it? Why is it that everybody out there wants to make things so complicated? I like easy. It's calm, it's peaceful. And everything that we're about to talk about today is the exact opposite. So you know that that's the story, that's the play, that's the plan. And knowing the playbook allows you to be much more equipped, better educated and equipped to deal with it, right? So we believe that on this program, three hours a day, you can download the Wendy Bell Radio podcast. I hope you do. Wendy Bell Radio, super simple to find. Share us, like us, follow us. Give us a a nice review. We appreciate that. We believe that we are doing something important. And I want you to know how very much you being here matters to us thank you for that and welcome home i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all amen so he did it. Matt Gates, congressman from Florida, did it, said he was going to do it, did it in 24 hours after hitting the Sunday shows. He filed that ma- motion to vacate Kevin McCarthy's chair. You haven't lived up to your expectations. You haven't fulfilled your promises. We don't have faith in you. We do not trust you. It is time for you to move along. Will he be successful? I don't know. But isn't it nice to have somebody actually stand up, have a pair, and, and say what needs to be said? The system is broken. The system has been broken for decades. It doesn't work. And there's only so much money you can bleed from a very busy, beleaguered public. We've reached satiety, Congress. 
I'm full. I'm pushing back from the table. Enough. Hey, Matt, whatever happens with this, God bless you. Keep fighting. Keep pushing. Because it's important. It is everything. We got news about Jamal Bowman. I I just don't even, I, I don't have words. I don't have words for these progressives who suck. You suck. You so suck. You suck at everything you do. Everything you touch turns to suck. I don't care what you look like. I don't care who you sleep with. I don't care how you identify. I sure as hell don't care about your fanciful little world of pronouns and other such, such nonsense. America is going to hell in a handbasket. And we have these lackeys, these ne'er-do-well, zero-minded individuals, these wizards of genius who think because they've, they've failed upwards that, that there's something special, right? Failing us at every step of the way. Why is this raw to me today? So yesterday, I'm busy writing my Newsmax script, trying to come up with things that, that, get, that are, that are going to hold through the weekend, right? It can't be too timely, but it's got to be punchy. So what is it that's got me going in the moment? And then I just start vomiting it on my computer. I'm like, Bleh. this is what I want to talk about. So I'm busy writing. I'm in my room. I'm typing away because there's nowhere for me to go in the house. Kids are everywhere doing their thing, which is great. I just need some time away. So I carve myself out. Knock on the door. It's Ryan. My third oldest son, a senior in high school. Mom, I did it. I'm like, well, that's loaded. You could be anything. What'd you do? (laughs) This is a time a lot of people your age are doing things I'm not necessarily wanting you to do. What is it that you've done? I sent my application to my number one school. Early action, early decision, whatever it is. I hate to say ED because, you know, come on. (laughs) You could just limp through the the application process. Uh, So he's super excited. I had to sign a form. Got an email. It said, hey, this thing needs to be signed. You need to agree that if your child gets into this school, that that is the school that that he is going to go to, right? You can't take another offer. You can't change your mind. This is it. I don't even have to ask Ryan if this is the school he wants. I know it is. And I hope he gets it. So I signed off on that thing. Did some weird digital signature that looked like, right? And he looked at me with glee and joy. And by golly, my friends, I so hope he gets in. But let's be honest. We are in a box checking world. When was the last time you turned on the television and saw a white man who wasn't a complete goof, right? It's everything overarching, following, falling over itself, diversity. Here's a black woman who are, here are two gay dudes, right? Here's a woman in a wheelchair with so-and-so who looks like they're Indian. You know, here's somebody who's blind. I mean, it's so preposterous. Stop it. You cannot litigate fairness, Any more than we can legislate behavior. You can't do it. People are fallible. They're going to do dumb things. It's just what happens. By golly. And you can try to sterilize and sanitize the world away. And if people are dumb and they're going to hate you based on who you are, what you look like, or who you love, screw them. 
But by golly, what we've done in this country. I have to look at my overachieving kid. I was an achiever. This kid's off the charts. He has plans. He has dreams. He has goals. He has an objective. He was so excited to come home the other day because he was hand-chosen by the religious leadership at his Catholic school to become a Eucharistic minister, to be able to give to fellow student body members. The body of Christ. He was moved. It wasn't something like, oh gosh, no. He was moved. This is the child anybody would want working for them. This is the child you would want as your son or daughter's big brother in school. There's a really good chance he's going to get shafted on all of the top tier schools he wants to go to. Even with a 1480 SAT, I barely got a 1080. And that was after taking the freaking SAT class, right? And I got to look at my kid and say, dude, this is not an even playing field. Love, you're, you're, first of all, you're white and you're a boy and you believe in God and you're straight. That's four strikes against you. Can you believe how sickening that is to feel about your society? Meanwhile, we have people like Jamal Bowman, who's a klutz, a clod, a man whose mental mediocrity is only surpassed by his venomous progressivism of sock who demands that we give him a pass for breaking the law, for obstructing an official proceeding and pulling a fire alarm during a pivotal congressional vote. I mean, what? What are we doing? And so the challenge for all of us, what do you do? Do we make that fatal mistake that has been made in other generations where kids are raised like, why even try? The deck is so stacked against you. Just don't even worry about it. Just phone it in. No. We encourage the best. Not, not because of your, you're going to get into some school, you're going to land some job, because of what it feels like inside. Because of how it makes you feel. Because how you go to bed each night. What you see when you look in the mirror. Do you like that person? Is he a good person? Is he honorable in ways people couldn't even fathom because that's between you and God? Yes. And so today we have to walk through these ridiculous stories of of toxic people like Letitia James, who CNN uh, calls Tish. Oh, Tish. We're on a first name basis. Fantastic. Tish. In this ridiculous lawsuit against Donald Trump. As Jamal Bowman calls the GOP Nazis lies about, oh, I didn't realize that the fire alarm wasn't the thing that opens the door. (laughs) We're supposed to let it go. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the crime. Don't worry that our kids can't do math. Don't worry that they can't read the Declaration of Independence. Don't worry that they can't freaking read. All you need to be worried about is whatever progressive BS they're being uh, asked to push on us today. Well, you know what? I'm going to do my part. I'm going to vow to you, my pledge to you, 
I'm going to give you five of the finest young men I know how. By golly, if it's the last thing I do, it is my commitment to America. Because five of you out there have young women who are the same way. And pairing these people up and creating a next generation of excellence and extraordinary Americanism is what we do. Progressivism will never win, my friends. Not as long as I'm alive. I feel much better. Isn't this like therapy for you too? Feels like that for me. All right, don't go anywhere because we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of some of this crazy today. I want you to hear a little bit about as we set the table this this $250 million lawsuit against Donald Trump, which is when Michael Cohn is your first like witness or, or voice of testimony, you know that your case is screwed, Tish. Screwed. What's at stake here? And why what Donald Trump is going through can happen to each and every single one of us if we don't stop this now. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so the first of these four ridiculous indictments, these lawsuits against President Trump. The first one taking place in New York City. Trump shows up, right? He wants to hear this ridiculous thing that's going on because it's not just an attack on Donald Trump. It's an attack on the Trump family, on the Trump brand. And the crux of the argument by deranged lunatic D.A., Letitia James, who, by the way, five years ago, and we've got video for you, it's going to blow you away, campaigned to go after specifically Donald Trump, not to go after criminals, not to go after lawlessness, not to make the streets of New York safer. Nothing like that. One focus, singular focus, the destruction of Donald Trump. So Trump shows up. You're alleging that I was criminal in some way or did something where I leveraged the equity in my property, overvalued my Mar-a-Lago estate and my Trump family brand in order to secure loans to build other properties, other real estate in other places at a more favorable rate. Now, wait a minute. If that's the case and I'm being sued, he says, in some civil case, there must be somebody who's been damaged. Who was damaged? Was it The loans that was the banks. Did I not pay the loans back? Absolutely not. I paid all of them back. There's not a single one of these banks that's going to testify against him. So what did he do? He had the audacity to run for president and to win. That is what this is. This is a lawsuit on him upsetting the plan to institute a new liberal world order. I dare say If he and you who voted for him hadn't foiled those plans in 2016, my friends, we'd be on the fast track to the crapper. You think we're already there now? Holy cow. Can you imagine how much worse it would have been? He at least gave us four years to breathe. I want you to hear Alina Habba. She was on last night with Jesse Waters. She's talking about just the first two hours. It was two hours yesterday. The opening two hours. That's it. That's all they had. In the case against him, right? I want you to hear how it went, according to Trump's lead attorney. Go. I think there's reality and then there's this world that they all live in. And they put on quite a performance trying to make it look like there was corruption that doesn't exist. And we got up and we made it very clear. First, let's start with something very basic. 
We are not supposed to be here doing this trial right now because we're not even sure what the scope is because the appellate division hasn't said so. Now we're sitting here in court, we're putting on our arguments, and we're saying, wait a minute, you're relying on Michael Cohen. They played a clip from him today. I started laughing. They it played was, a clip of Michael Cohen at the court case. Today. That was how they thought their strong point was. Let's start off. Wait, Letitia with Michael James, Cohen. the Democrat Attorney General, yeah. led with Michael Cohen in court. <laughs> yes. That should tell you everything you need to yes. know. This judge looked a little creepy with a smile. <laughs> What was your opinion of him? I am not going to state it. I'm going to let you do very it. Very good. I'll state it. He looked very deranged. <laughs> so the vibe inside was what? The president was there. He didn't have to show up, but he did. Why did he show up? Because this is his company. This is his life. And people forget that President Trump, I, I hope they don't forget. You shouldn't. You can't. President Trump was a very important person before he was president. He was a successful businessman, which is why he was a great president. He built this company from scratch, and now they're attacking his business, the people that work for this business and his children it's uncanny and he's not going to stand for it because this is political lawfare this isn't this isn't the justice system this is political a hundred percent he needed to be there he needed to look him in the eye does he beat this whole rap he should and if he doesn't beat it in this court i'll tell you right now we'll beat it somewhere else this is this is the most ridiculous case i've ever seen they want to go after his name they don't want to just twist him through the system. They don't want the, the grinding machinations of court proceedings just to wear him out and cost him. They want to destroy him. Now, here's the problem with that. You have to have a case. You have to have a case. And you have to have a judge on the case who is competent. Who is this guy who's sitting there, who allowed cameras in the courtroom at the beginning and then ushered them out, who took a shower and combed his hair, took off his glasses and smiled? Well, we've got a little backstory on him. A little video about this fellow who is overseeing this. By the way, Donald Trump being tried without a jury of his peers. And they create this very special name. They say that this guy is on the Supreme Court in Manhattan. It's a low, low, low court. It's not the high court. It's a misnomer, right? A civil lawsuit for $250 million alleging that Trump, we don't even know, got some special loan rates because he apparently overvalued his property, which he did not. This judge in this case unilaterally decided that. Ladies and gentlemen, watch what happens in these proceedings because it is the crumbling of justice. It is the infiltration of corruption in every branch of our government. Donald Trump in the crosshairs on display so you can see what could happen to you. Wait till you hear Letitia James, 2018, jaw-dropping sound, next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So this fraud lawsuit bought, brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James accuses Donald Trump, his sons Eric and Don Jr., and the entire Trump organization of a decades-long scheme a scheme, decades long, it's scheme, right? 
Because you know so much about Donald Trump so far has been what? A lie? Has he scammed anybody? Has he ever been found guilty of anything they've thrown at him? They have to be so frustrated. This has to be so maddening. Look, we're going to wiretap the guy, okay? Because I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be some jazz that he says that he does some dark, dirty crap, right? And we're going to catch him. And then when that didn't pan out, they're like, well, fudge. Where's Christopher Steele? And who can spell the word dossier? Let's make up a bunch of crap. And we're going to make up a bunch of crap. Then we're going to listen in on a phone call. And we're going to allege that he's doing something that, in fact, Joe Biden has been doing for years. And then we're going to point the finger at Trump. And we're going to try to ruin his life. And we will stop at nothing. We will be bankrolled endlessly by taxpayer dollars. And we will just do this forever. Meanwhile, our cities fall to hell in a handbasket. That's where we are. So this decades-long scheme to over-inflate the values of many of his properties, non-jury trial, it gives a lot of power to Judge Arthur Engeron. He's of the State Supreme Court of Manhattan, which I've told you is a misnomer. It is not like it is the New York Supreme Court. It's not what it is, in fact. And it's, this whole thing is supposed to last until the end of December. So the judge in this case has revoked Trump's New York business licenses, and he finds that that Trump committed fraud by inflating his own wealth. Really? This is so interesting. Is that the worst part that you have a judge who's obviously he ran and was elected to his position as a fervent Democrat? Should we not have judges that are not politically biased? Should judges actually be running for a party or should you be able to sit on the bench and be able to determine to the best of your ability, your God-given ability and your oath to serve the people in that capacity? Shouldn't your justice be blind? Well, I would think so, but that's not how we live in, in this world right now. Similarly, should you have a district attorney or an attorney general, or any of these things, who is completely deranged and obsesses over one individual. Because that's what we have in Letitia James. When she ran for office, this was what she said. I'm going to go after this guy. This is my number one thing. This is what I'm going to do. This is how she got elected. Because none of this process does anything to address the problems in New York. And everybody knows that. So we found her, her video, kind of her campaign video. Hey, New York, look at me. Yes, I checked some boxes, but the one I checked that's the biggest is I hate Donald Trump more than everybody else. And destroying this man is my number one priority. Here she is in 2018, audio soundbite number one. America is an uncharted territory. We are angrier and more deeply divided than we've ever been at any point in our history since the Civil War. And at the eye of the storm is Donald Trump, ripping families apart, threatening women's most basic rights, and running for attorney general because I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. From the Muslim ban to efforts to deport immigrants, 
to denying transgender students the ability to choose whatever bathroom they want, rolling back regulations to protect our planet, colluding with foreign powers, putting profits over people, dividing us in ways we haven't seen in generations. Wow, that's so dramatic. Holy cow, I had no idea that we were on the verge of total collapse. It's according to her, ripping families apart. Like every single thing she talked about that was bad about Donald Trump, I agree with. I agree that he should sit down and probably talk to Vladimir Putin. I'm pretty sure that it would be good for us to have good relations with uh, other nuclear powers on planet Earth. How about you guys? Good relations? I think that's probably a good thing. Rolling back regulations, right? Green climate regulate, which we can all agree are stifling everything that have led to so much of the lunacy today. Not allowing transgender students to use their bathroom. Really? This is what you're running on? You're going to be the top law enforcement official in the entire state of New York? And this is all of this hyperbole, this, this bogus bogosity of suck? And, and New York voted for you? And now everybody's scratching their head. What's going on with New York? I mean, it's, this place is a hellscape. Really? That's crazy. We're going to juxtapose, juxtapose her in 2018 saying, I hate this man. With Donald Trump yesterday leaving the courtroom with his family and, and his lawyers. And he's saying, look, I mean, I should be out campaigning. I should be, I should be meeting you. I should be out speaking with people, sharing our ideas of conservatism, of American exceptionalism. But I'm here and I'm not even afforded a jury of my peers. Imagine that. Go. Well, I think that was very good. That last five minutes was outstanding because the judge essentially conceded that the statute of limitations that uh, we won at the Court of Appeals is in effect. Therefore, about 80% of the case is over. I was going to come out and say that, as you know, we're not entitled to a jury, which is pretty unusual in the United States of America. So uh, we think it's very unfair that I don't have a jury. So in her derangement, Letitia James and her case against Donald Trump to destroy the man and his brand and his family, 80% of the evidence that she's alleging she has, 80% of the proof of these financial transactions where Trump had to get loans to build buildings and, and whatever around the planet, right? 80% of the materials presented to this judge are inadmissible because of the statute of limitations. They're not allowed to be admissible anymore. 80% in the first two hours of this case yesterday, 80% of the prosecution's case just blew up in their face. And he's not allowed to have a jury? He's at the mercy of this wackadoodle judge who fancies himself, like at least for now, kind of a rock star of liberalism? Well, let's go bounce back to Letitia James, 2018. Trump is an embarrassment, she says. This woman is afflicted. Go. I believe that this president is incompetent. I believe that this president is ill-equipped to serve in the highest office of this land. And I believe that he is an embarrassment to all that we stand for. Well, unfortunately, I think you can turn everything around on yourself. Letitia, I know that you check some boxes for folks out there. My gosh. But wouldn't you want to be really good at, at what you do rather than just completely enraged? 
I mean, this is going to blow up in your face. Call Alvin Bragg. See how it's going for him. Letitia, you think Donald Trump is an embarrassment because we look at you and we say, oh, how much George Soros funding did she get? Why was she handpicked to be in that position? Because she's a notable scholar? Because she's a law enforcement expert? No. Because she's pathologically deranged and hates Trump. Period. Let's bounce back to that New York courtroom. What does Trump say? Well, you know what? The banks I did business with never had a late payment. I paid them back in full. I hope they call all of them because we never had any penalties. Our obligations were fulfilled. And so I stand here before you, my American citizens. And I'm scratching my head trying to figure out exactly what is it that I did wrong besides run for president. Go. They made a lot of money and they considered me a very good client. I paid them back on time, on schedule. There was no default. They never even sent me a default letter. Not one. For years, never got a default letter. And there's no case here. There's no victim. The banks aren't a victim. The insurance companies are a victim. Everybody got paid. It's a terrible, terrible thing. This was for politics. Ah, but this is where she's going to drop something that I think Jamal Bowman should probably pay attention to. Listen to what Letitia James in 2018 alleged about then-President Trump. He should be charged with obstructing justice. Mm. I believe that the president of these United States can be indicted for criminal offenses. We would join with law enforcement and other attorneys general across this nation in removing this president from office. In addition to that, the office of attorney general will continue to follow the money because we believe that he's engaged in a pattern and practice of money laundering, laundering the money from foreign governments here in New York Mm. state and particularly related to his real estate holdings. Hey, Letitia, last time I checked, you should probably be looking at Joe at Joe Biden. I'm not thinking you should go to Donald Trump laundering money. What, how's he been doing that? These are big allegations, you guys. How dark, how disturbing, how totally dirty. Meantime, everybody paying attention knows that it's a strategy to just keep him off of the campaign trail. Does anybody there, does Letitia James actually think she's going to be successful in this? No, because you have to have evidence. You have to have proof. You have to have a case. 80% of it blew up in her face yesterday, but that's not what this is about. Donald Trump knows exactly what it's about and he dropped it yesterday outside the court go. It has been very successful for them because they took me off the campaign trail because I've been sitting in a courthouse all day long Instead of being in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, or a lot of other places I could be at. This is a horrible situation for our country. It's never happened before. Factual. Back to 2018, her final pitch, Letitia James, vote for me as attorney general. I'll do the job, she says. Go. It's important that everyone understand that the days of Donald Trump are coming to an end. But we can only do it if all of you exercise the most fundamental right a right which is basic to democracy, and that is the right to vote. The country at war with itself. You may be wondering what you could possibly do to change it. The answer is simple, everything. And it starts with electing an attorney general who will never back down when Trump or anyone else threatens our rights. So I hope that you will join me. What a lunatic, what a lunatic. You're crazy. 
You're crazy. Donald Trump with the final blow here. Everyone knows what this is, my friends, and he drops it. It's election interference. They're interfering with the presidential election of 2024, and the people of our country see it. But this was a big, big, uh, I, I say surprise, but it was a great credit to the court that the judge was willing to do this. He sort of overruled himself, and I greatly respect that. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. And that was it. Peace out. He's done. Will he come back today? Do not know. We'll keep our eyes on it. But that is the woman at the nexus of this lunatic witch hunt. Letitia James, rabid, hand-selected, funded by dark money, and told, go get him at any cost. How about the judge? Who's this guy? Well, let's go back in time a little bit. 2015. Let's hear how he feels about his job on the bench and how he can overrule even the jury. Oh boy, buckle up. It's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so you have bogus charges based on a premise that is false. You have a toxic political activist as an attorney general. You have a judge who is also very active in his democratic commitment to the party, who we found has said some very peculiar things in the past. Not like, let's hear all the evidence. Let's make sure a jury of this defendant's peers hears this case. No, this judge, his name is Arthur Angeron, of the state Supreme Court of Manhattan believes that as a judge, he has wand waving ability if he disagrees with a jury and a jury's verdict to say, you know what? I kind of think you got it wrong and um, thank you for your service. You're excused, but I'm going to supersede and uh, I'm going to do what I think is best. And there you go. A little bit of power going on there, don't you think? So here's Donald Trump being sued for $250 million by Letitia James, deranged attorney general who wants to destroy him and has said so for the last five years, not focused on anything but as Manhattan, as New York City falls apart, brimming with migrants, right? With a complete dope as mayor in New York, Eric Adams, as Kathy Hochul now finally realizes, you know what, (laughs) this whole migrant thing, uh... It seemed like a great photo op, you know, virtue signaling thing. Uh, But we can't do this anymore. We're getting overrun. Really? That's crazy. Get another vaccine, Kath. And then you've got this judge who said back in 2015 some pretty interesting things. Now, it appears to me as though he is speaking to a classroom. Maybe he is called in as a guest lecturer. Who knows? Maybe he's speaking before some board of directors. I haven't the foggiest notion. But this is 2015 Judge Arthur Angeron of the state Supreme Court of Manhattan speaking about when juries get it wrong, he can overrule them. Go. Now, I'm going to say something controversial, even though I'm being taped. Juries get it wrong a lot. That's my own opinion. I do only civil trials, personal injury cases, contract disputes. 
but I've had situations where like, oh my, my heaven's sake, how could they have thought that? Well, I have a, um, I have a tool that I can deal with that. It's called jury notwithstanding the verdict, judgment notwithstanding the verdict. I can say there is no possible way that a reasonable jury would have reached that conclusion. And, all right, am I following the law or am I making law? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm following law, I'm, I'm an impartial referee, but it's hard to factor out my own emotions. And I have tools. Somebody can say, well, Your Honor, you have to throw out this case because it's just like another case. Well, is it just like another case? What if the defendant was wearing a red sweater instead of a blue sweater? Oh, and, and by the way, I worked for the Columbia Daily Spectator for a couple of weeks. What happened was I went there every day and I wrote a few stories. One I got criticized on because I wrote that some uh, Ku Klux Klaners had murdered some people and, and I was told, you can't say that, how do we know? You weren't there. Well, that was what everybody thought. Anyway, yeah, we should have absolute immunity. What if we defame somebody? Um, that's how it usually comes up. You know, you call somebody a murderer or a heroin addict, that sort of thing, a pedophile. And if it's done in court, yeah, I think we should have absolute immunity. All right, so this guy is the one who ruled that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. Decided to wave his magic wand. I'm sure he's well-versed in the world of Florida real estate, right? This guy has decided to say, well, I think that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million, which would support the attorney general's case that Donald Trump inflated his own value to get good deals for loans for his business development. And as such, the people of New York have been harmed in some capacity. And he has ordered that some of Trump's business licenses be rescinded as a punishment, making it impossible for Trump, his family, his corporation to do business in New York. He has also said he would continue to have an independent monitor oversee Trump organization operations. That is called, in your face, scary justice. I think there are about a thousand January 6th defendants who know exactly what that looks like and sounds like and feels like when a political operative or someone at the very least throws a book at you because of your politics, because you believe in American exceptionalism, because you are MAGA. This judge believes that he has the power to determine the fate of Donald Trump and his family to do business moving forward ever again in the state of New York. The same man who believes he can overrule a jury that he disagrees with. What are we doing? And are we going through all of this insanity so we realize how tenuous things have become all right, don't go anywhere, because coming up next, unsafe America. While Letitia James is doing this, what's going on in the rest of the country? Buckle up. It's next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.